I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, 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 you. Hello, 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 you. Hello, you. Uh, hello. My name is Kyron Wheatley. And this is Wax Quizzical. I'm not, I don't remember why we called it Wax Quizzical. It's because it's sort of like Wax Lyrical, but it's a quiz. Is that the extent of it? Is that the whole reason? Anyway, it was about, it was about, it was years ago. It was many, many years ago. The very first episodes of Wax Quizzical had, uh, didn't have any improvisers on it. Didn't have any of the stupendous idiots that we have met over the last 80-odd eps. It was just me and my friends doing the quiz from the paper, like you do, like you do at the park on the weekend. That's it. And we thought, this could, this would be an all right, this could be a fine pod. Uh, back before every single person on the planet was doing pods. Um, and then eventually we were like, this isn't a good enough pod because everyone on the planet is doing pods. Um, and then we thought, ah, you want to make it a better pod is if instead of just people, we had some stupendous idiots uh, on a brain's trust. And I called my friend... I'm just diving into the history of this pod, by the way. I called my friend Luke McGregor and asked if he would be a contestant. All he has to do is do the quiz with me and we'll have some improvisers there. And I called Cal Wilson and Zach from Auntie Donna and everybody agreed. And we went to our friend James's uh, studio... And uh, he went up these sort of fire exit stairs and these creaky floors above a pub. And he'd set up microphones in this really hot, dank sort of back room. If it was COVID times, it would, we would not have been in there. And I pulled out the newspaper and we did the quiz. And it was so good. Like, it was, it was a rare example of the very first episode of something like I knew straight away that this was something that I wanted to to keep doing and and really enjoyed doing and uh, I spoke to Luke later and he was he felt the same way as did Cal and Zach and you can actually hear it in the episode that we're about to play for you 
because today is no, there's no new episode today, but we're diving into the archives. We've never done this before, but we feel like 80 episodes in, you could have been listening for a year and you still wouldn't have heard some of these old, great episodes. Uh, so we want to service them up every now and then. Uh, and so that's what we're doing this week. And it, it's this pilot. And you can hear, you can hear when we get to the answers that uh, we are having a great time. Uh, we are just having a ball. And yeah, and anyway, so here for you right now, instead of a new episode this week, we have for you the very first episode, the pilot of Wax Quizzical. My name is Tyron Wheatley. I am hoping that you are well. This is the podcast where we do the quiz from the newspaper. My guest today, Mr. Luke McGregor. Thank you for having me, buddy. Welcome. We have some guests here to assist you today um, oh, good. to work as a team. Uh, it is a big hello to Jocasta Noonan. Is, did I say that right, Jocasta? Mostly. You said Jocasta right, but Noonan is the... the... You're right. Sorry, Noonan. Yes. Newman. Noonan. 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 Great. Um, and you are an extra? Well, yes, but I'm an extra special extra. Oh, what's an extra special extra? Well, I'm the extra that, you know, you're not supposed to notice me, but you do. You know, like, so I'm the, I'm the, well, I, I specialise in death scenes, like backing up people's death scenes. So like Titanic, for example, um, my arm is just unshot, just in shot. You're in Titanic? My hand is in Titanic, uh, so not in the car, not the the steamy car scene, but in the water you see a hand sort of uncurl and then drift out of frame, and that is my hand. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yes, I have a wow. lot of feedback about it. Did you always want to be an extra who specialises well, in dying unnoticed? I think so, because you, you don't want to be an actor because you have lots of lines to learn. You have to deal directly with the director who often completely off their rocker. Uh, but as an extra, you're not allowed to speak, but you can give so much through your body. Uh-huh. And that's what I do. And death, well, it's the last magic. Yeah. So, and that's why you focus on death. Mm, absolutely. Uh, trampled beneath a chariot and gladiator. Um, you just saw a buttock in that, but very expressive. I was moved myself watching it. Back. Yeah, right. Mm. Are you accepted by the industry? Oh, I, I think so. I'm talking about everyone knows Jocasta. You don't need my first, but you only need my first name, not like my last name. name. Yes, you don't. You don't need new name. No one seems to be able to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> so Jocasta is quite. You know, it's just started to be that children are coming through now called Jocasta because of me. Oh, right. People, have people got in touch with you about that? Well, I've just, I just go through the birth notices. And also here for you, Luke, is a famous composer, Hans Zimmer. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. Thank you. This is an honour for me as well because I, uh, I mean, Lion King, we're talking... Inception? Inception. I did the soundtrack to Inception. You mentioned Gladiator before. Mm-hmm, mm. Uh, I remember the scene where you died. Uh, it was a very powerful moment. And I was the one that created the music for this moment. Yeah. I had the drums uh, going at the time. This is what was in fashion. Yeah. I had drums and I um, initially I wrote it on the keyboard. Uh, I would just sit down and, and Ridley, he said to me, I want passion, I want death. G- given how moving some of your scores are, I, I assume you've... Obviously, it's. Feel free not to answer this, but have you had people who are close to you ask, 
it'd be an honor for you to do my funeral this school. Uh, you know, this is the thing. I, I don't have a lot of time for friends. You yeah. know, I've, yeah. I live in a big mansion in LA and I write music for the films. Yeah. You know, um, well, so I guess you've sort of, you've scored, you may have scored many of Jocasta's death scenes. And, you know, if you don't have friends, I am prepared to die in real life so that you can score my funeral. Wow, that's... Something. This is a real honor. Uh, would you like one loud, monotonous sound? This is what I'm doing at the moment. Maybe th- two notes. I think so. <laughs> Just a, an, like a siren, but melancholy. Oh, yes. I can do this very easily. Uh, or I could uh, collaborate with someone to do some sad music wailing over my big, long notes. You know, this is... Really, the, it's sounding good. Thank you. You know, and I'll just sit at a keyboard. Someone will pay me three and a half million dollars, and I'll produce this for them within a day and a half. Amazing. Wow. That is a per hour rate. Is it? Is a dream scenario, really? Isn't That's it? Amazing, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and but you know, I don't do it for the three and a half million dollars. I do it to make long, monotonous sounds in yeah. big blockbuster movies. I remember the first time because uh, we were obviously trying to get you for Rosehaven. We can't afford you, but um, just <laughs> the, the 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 length of the doorbell is extraordinary. <laughs> Waiting outside the fence. For that doorbell finish. Yeah, remarkable. Uh, yeah, beautiful though. Question number one, uh, AFL-related question. This one, you big fans of AFL, Jocasta, Hans, Luke? Uh, yes, obviously, yes. I have literally no idea what this AFL is, but, you know, I'll have a go. Thank uh, you. I'm not very well versed. Well, the question is, which AFL club is unofficially known as the Shinboners? Boners. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm supposed to make my own noise, but I made oh, my no, own we're all, noise. We're all sort of working together. We're all working towards the same if you're right. uh, score. Oh, if, right. If you right. want to make that sound again, so. <laughs> what does everyone think about this as sort of a, you know. A theme tune maybe for the podcast. Yes, I, I'll split the three and a half million with you if, <laughs> if wow. we go with this. Marvellous, yes. marvellous. It is very good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you've, not, you've not been to the AFL, Hans? No, I don't know what the AFL is. Is this some sort of... It's like of a football game. A football? Like it's like Australian, Australian rules football. It's, also, oh, okay. it's tricky because it, I would argue that none of the teams lack a shin bone. No. It's, it's very hard to narrow down. Was it the team that was always <laughs> kicking so badly that the ball came off the shin bone rather than the foot? P- potentially. Potentially ah, that they kick with the shin bone. Is yeah. this how the AFL works or...? I mean, everyone's doing whatever they can to get ahead yeah. in sport. It's a brutal game. <laughs> and, uh, it's much like composing in that way, I guess. Uh, yes. I mean, I know that Danny Elfman has tried for a few of my my films and I say I, I just go around to his house and I give him a nookie because he's a little nerd. And, um, and this is how I deal with Danny Elfman, you know. But if I've got uh, Alexandre Dosplat coming at me, you know, I, I'm a little bit more worried. Uh, you know, those younger guys, they fight dirty. But you know, Danny Elfman, yeah, I could deal with him. Yeah. It's 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 amazing how violent the um the scoring industry is. Oh yes, yeah. you know, if you're not a collaborator, you get out of my way. All right, let's lock in a team. Uh, Luke, what would you like to lock in? The uh, Dockers. Yeah, the good, Dockers. Good I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's, fair. that's almost exactly yeah. what I said. So yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with that. <laughs> First time it's been said. Uh, question number two: <laughs> Who debuted as lead singer mm. of Big Brother and the Holding Company in 1966? Um, I've never heard of Big Brother and the Holding Company. No, I, I mean my either. only guess would be Hot Dogs, who was a competitor, <laughs> a competitor in the television show uh, Big Brother. It's a it's a safe it's a safe default answer, I think. <laughs> yeah. if, uh, if our knowledge is uh, 
Yeah, something like that. To go for hot dogs. Hot dogs? Yeah. We can put down hot dogs. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe if you just put hot dogs for all of them and then if we come up with something else, we'll change it. <laughs> no, I think hot dogs. It, it makes sense because the third song in the album was called Hot Dogs. Oh, this yeah. is perfect. Hot dogs from Big Brother, I believe. <laughs> hot dogs from Big Brother. Question number three. Which country is home to the Kruger National Park? Is this again, it sounds very German, so I should know the answer to this, um, but it is escaping me. I'd say Zimbabwe, just the pure pleasure of saying Zimbabwe. It's such a beautiful uh, country to say. I think saying a W after a B is really nice. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. It's the bar, the bar way. Yeah, Babwe. Babwe. I have been to Morwell National Park, so Morwell in La Trobe oh, Valley. Lovely, huh? Thank you. Yep. Any um, big animals? Did you get, see the big five in Morwell? Uh, yes, I saw the elephants. What I are the big the five in uh, Morwell? Uh, it's uh, elephants, a rhinoceros, um, yeah, it's, uh, little doggies, <laughs> little mouse, the dormouse um, is very loved, and a large coal power station. It's great. Wow. Yes. And you saw all five. All five. That's of them incredible. From Morwell National Must have Park. been. Majestic watching the power station just gallop across the savannah. It's a beautiful creature in its natural environment, yes. Should we lock in a country? Which country is well, home it, to the... It'd have to be Zimbabwe, wouldn't it? So would you... uh, uh, either that or South Africa, but I don't know. Maybe Zimbabwe obviously been the funnest to say. Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Still... All right, we'll lock in Zimbabwe there. Uh, question number four. The chemical formula NH3 is which pungent inorganic compound? Uh, you know, this is uh, sounds like a great setup for me to say something funny, but uh, no, the answer is I don't know any pungent inorganic compounds. And, and, I, and good on you for not taking the easy joke there. You know, <laughs> obviously, and, you know, I'm a film composer. I'm not a comedian. Uh, these jokes they don't come to me. You know, yeah. uh, I can tell you about the work of Gore Verbinski, but I cannot make a fart joke. <laughs> Is Gorvabinsky one word or two? Uh, Gorvabinsky is, uh, you know, uh, as many words as you want it, it to be. It sounds like a German swear word. It does mm. sound like that, you know. Um, but uh, if you had watched the wonderful film Pirates of the Caribbean, you would see that Gore is more than just a swear word. He is a master of entertainment and fun. You know, he's a fun guy. Um, this is, and he also did r- The Ring. <laughs> Oh, beautiful movie. Yes. I don't know if I did the soundtrack to that, so <laughs> I have no idea if I did the soundtrack to well, the you, film. You the wouldn't ring. have been able to watch it, obviously, for fear of death. So you, yes. The Ring is a, it's obviously yeah. you, can't, you, can't, you can't watch it play out or then you die in seven days. No, so this is whoever so did. Th- yes. Difficult film to, to score, I imagine, not being able to see it. Whoever did <laughs> compose it, they would have sat at their keyboard, made some music, sent it off, yeah, and hoped exactly. it was the best, mm. you know. Fitted. Yeah. Were you on the ring? Did you? What, I was. I uh, my hair was uh, the hair caught in the plug hole after the the wow. ghost climbs oh, out of right. the bar. Wow! I was actually they had to build a special pit under the bathroom for me to lie under the bath for my hair to be pulled up through the plug hole to be visible once the damp one had left. So you you they actually use your hair. They don't just get a wig. Or well, something. why would you do that? Yes. Yes. How much do you make an hour for this craft? I get paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh. And anything I can fit in my bag from craft services. Well, this is, you know, this is a very good rate. I mean, yeah. the going rate for most extras is about 50 to $60. We, we, I've really cornered the yeah, market. Yeah, we certainly, I mean, on Rosehaven, I, I feel bad now what we pay for this. No, hearing that. Well, I, I feel bad now knowing that you have a TV series that I haven't been on. Well, we haven't had anyone die in Rosehaven yet. Well, have you um, thought about that? Well, now that uh, I've got um, 
Jaca- I want to say Jakarta. It's J- but I, and obviously I. That's my sister. Sister, I apologise. Jakarta, um, I think. But no, you obviously as soon as we do have a death uh, again, your your uh, and, and you obviously you deserve it. Your rate is quite high for an ABC True. production. Um, yeah, it's, sort it's, of the it's, it's, you know, cost of the production it's there, more isn't than. It? So then I get paid and we're, we're the creators of the show. So it's, it's difficult to justify such a large cost. But if you have someone die, even if it's an animal, like I can wear, I've got pig's trotter gloves. I've got... Just gloves. Uh, just gloves. So I, yeah. I look like a, a doctor or a dentist just dying with my hand in shot. Or perhaps a bird. I have feathers. Yeah, it's, just, it's not really a show where people die. So this is a television show where everyone lives forever. Everyone, well, that's that's a great point actually and no, it's not. Obviously we're not a we're not immortal and um and people will start to question that. I guess it depends how many seasons you do get well, in exactly. It is a wonderful plot twist. Yeah, cuz by the fourth if we do get a fourth season they're going to think why isn't why are people still alive still? Well, I'm sort of thinking about like the 50th season, which I imagine is in your plans. We have written we've got obviously we've written up to the 50th. So this this network ABC they commission lots of series they, of shows. They, you get you they commission the blocks of fifty. Oh wow! <laughs> and then they decide if they're going to cancel yep. it earlier. Um, they do cancel a lot, a lot earlier. Oh okay, yeah. okay. Very, very few shows have got to fifty. So uh, the news can, has got to fifty. It's 50, one of the I think it's probably arguably one of the only ones. One yeah. of the, one of the only ones that's got to fifty. That and maybe uh, uh, the Ferals, I think. My suggestion is you do 49 seasons of Rose Haven, yes. then everybody dies and it comes back as Rose Heaven. In fact, if you played, Wow, if that's you, good. If you, if you played, first of all, that's genius. And if we, we could afford your fee if you played everyone who died. So the question, though, is the chemical formula NH3 is which pungent inorganic compound? I think it's Zimbabwe again. Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe Zimbabwe slash. Yeah. Or if it's NA. Three is it? NH three. Oh, NH. So oh, I thought you said NA. Some sort of nitrogen hydroxide, but that's they're organic. Are they not organic? Oh, I think gosh. it's some kind of acid business. We'll have to go. Yes. With, we will have to. We will have to go with Zimbabwe. I'm afraid. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Putting down Zimbabwe. There. <laughs> <laughs> question number five. Let me ask you a question. Is this Saturday paper for people that think they're very smart? Is that the sort of newspaper we're reading from here? Yeah, yeah. Because these questions are rather difficult. It's a very, it's a, very, it's a hard question. <laughs> Quite, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling nervous for your score. Who wrote the What Katie Did series of children's books? Zimbabwe. <laughs> if we could, before we lock that in, Miss um, Katie... It's not a it's not a Zimbabwean name. What Katie did? K A T Y. K A T Y. Okay. I'll what know. did well, this, Katie do? This is going to bother me because I know I've read these books as a child. Oh, you've read. I've. What I've Katie not read these did? Books. What Katie did next? Why Katie is in prison? <laughs> All of them. They did pivot quite quite yeah. quite dramatically into adult mm. did literature she with, the, with the Katie in jail. She did everybody. That was the whole problem. Right. Well, if they ever did a film version, lots of roles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. She shagged a lot of dead people. <laughs> yeah, I remember Mum reading it to me as a child and and uh, thinking, "Wow, this is real baptism of this fire is, into the uh, into what society's like." It's yeah. quite a you know popular book in Germany for the children, <laughs> but we have a darker sense of humour there, so. It's, you know, we just have a darker outlook. Yeah, it's true. Um, but the children, they love it. They listen to these stories and um, they'll often go, oh, could we please hear the next story? Uh, 
what why Katie is having some trouble with the parole board. You know? the, yeah, I found the. I actually vomited after I saw the when Mum bought me the pop up book, and uh, it was it was I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Have you had any kids, Hans? Do I have children? You know, yeah, I think question, of every yeah. one of my scores as a child. Mm-hmm. If I could ask you, yes. uh, what would the soundtrack be to this podcast? You know, I'd probably could... do something um, maybe with some drums. So like, dup, 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 and then just sort of a... What do you wish you scored that you didn't? Anything that little dweeb Danny Elfman does. You know, whenever he's coming at a, a soundtrack, he did the first Batman. And I said, that was cute, Danny. I'm going to do the next Batman. Yep. And um, then I did a little nookie on him because he's a little dweeb. Have you seen this Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo? Not in the not in the flesh, no. No, he's no. a little dweeb. He really is very embarrassing. I quite like his score, though, for Batman. Oh, doopy-doopy-doopy-doo. <laughs> Doop, 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 doop. Yes. yes, this is my impersonation of Danny Elfman's music. Doop, 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 doop. Ba, ba, ba. It's, it's so amateur, you know. It's a little dweeb from Oingo Boingo thinks he can make movie music. <laughs> I laugh at him, you know. <laughs> do you do you have any other composers that you admire, like John John Williams? You know, he's all right. Um, you know, he does some good music. Uh, I also love Alexandra Desplat. He is doing some exciting things. Uh, Philip Glass, he was this little dibbleib dibbleib dibbleib. Oh, do you love that one? Huh? You know, so yeah. I think he is doing some very exciting stuff. Any really anyone but the little dweeb. And sometimes we just gang up at the Oscars. You know, he got nominated for an Oscar for this this movie about the people with the big eyes, and um, we just cornered him in the toilets at the Kodak Theater, and we just bashed him up because he's a little dweeb. <laughs> he's a little nerd. <laughs> This is what we do, you know, it's a tough game and if you're going to come around with your little deebly deebly, you know, you can you can fuck off it, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I can swear. I think from the sounds of that, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know who wrote what Katie did? Um, a woman's name. Yes. Oh, so we put a woman's name? Yeah, I'm happy to block in a woman's name. What if it is an androgynous name? Will we fall into some? Oh, it's like Adrian or George, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, if we could lock in an androgynous name, so really just a name. If we could lock in a name. Question number six: Syrah and which other full-bodied red wine come from the same grape? Syrah and which other full-bodied? Is that another name for Shiraz? Um, Shiraz, does that sound like... We'll lock in Shiraz, please. Lock in Shiraz. Question number seven. In the NATO phonetic alphabet, which name represents the letter C? Caspian. The Caspian C? Yes. Sorry, the NATO... So in the phonetic alphabet, which NATO used? Is this sort of like in the the movie set in Vietnam when they're using those? Is this what you're talking about? Yes, that's right. Like Foxtrot. Foxtrot. Alpha. I think it's actually Charlie. That is Charlie. You mm. know, in the in the in the Vietnam movies that I compose, they often say Charlie. Yeah. And I I thought to Do myself, you know what they're referring to? Uh, no, I I thought they were referring to a Charlie, a man named Charlie. The phonetic alphabet. Phonetic what is, alphabet. What is C? What which name represents the letter C? Oh, yeah. be, well, Charlie. I'm, I'm I'm barely confident this is. I think we might have got one. <laughs> this is, you know, it's almost less entertaining when we know the answers. I think I don't know a lot about uh, comedy. I oh, know. Or... I think people want to see us succeed. 
Question number eight. Vietnam was once a colony of which nation? Someone was on the Vietnam uh, Wikipedia when they wrote this quiz, I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, this was something they were doing. Say, so Vietnam was a Viet- colony... It was once a colony of which nation? Of Actually France. Had a France. France. Yes. France. Yeah. France. You know. How do you know that? Because they have lovely pastry. They do. They do. It's a banh mi. It's made in a baguette. It's great. You know, you could argue it has been a colony of America as well, you know, if you want to get political, but I don't. So go on. Okay, Will. (laughs) Question number nine. Do snakes have eyelids? Why don't you ask a snake? It seems obvious. If we could ask a snake, I think that would be the smartest way to go. Just blink once for yes and twice for no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um... (laughs) Well, do you know what I like about this question is there's a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> what it's, about uh, one eyelid? Snakes have one eyelid. That'd yeah. probably be the only way we could be- get it wrong uh, on both both ways. Uh, <laughs> so it's a risk, but I, I agree that it's probably worth taking. The, you know, there's a chance, you know, is, is this, if, 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 if the answer is they do have eyelids, then there would be snakes with one eyelid. Yes, we don't want to be body shaming Snakes who don't have two eyelids. One, one eyelid on the one eyelid. Just one eyelid. One. One eyelid. One eyelid. One eyelid. There on question number nine. Final question. Oh, if sorry. we get this one, we're looking at a we're looking at a perfect score. So let's, yep. let's give it a roll. <laughs> In Shakespeare's Hamlet, hmm. who was this is a quote a fellow of infinite jest of most excellent fancy. Uh, and uh, you can get a bonus point for naming the American author of the novel Infinite Jest. Ooh. Well, I think that was David Foster Wallace. I don't even know if that. I don't think that's right. David Foster. Well, that's, he's definitely an American author, isn't he? Yes. There's only one. Well, right. that, well that, that's, that narrows it down. So that's the bonus point taken care of. Yep. So in Shakespeare's Hamlet, who was a fellow of infinite jest of most excellent fancy? Do you know many uh, Hamlet characters? So it says the um, Rosencrantz Guildenstern. Is this the right pronunciation? There's Othello, Iago, Desdemona. Yes, this is true. And Francis. Francis. I say we just list all of those characters, and if it's any one of them, you know, that's a real win for us. Yeah, for you. I mean, you probably wouldn't get the point because... Um, Isn't Iago the parrot from Eleven? Yes, this yeah. is true. Maybe if we go down that path of yeah. sort What's of the funny little called? characters. Oh, they were talking about Robin Williams. Robin Williams. The man of infinite jest. He was. I mean, he was a real... It's, it's, he was. It's true. And uh, I feel like to change the answer to something else would be to, to disrespect... Yeah. The legacy, so... He had a, such a wonderful career, didn't he? We'll go with Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh, I think that... Um, such a long to... career. Several hundred years. Indeed. All right, so locking in Robin Williams. Iago. 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 Look, I don't, I don't want to yeah. stand on my own joke, but Iago is actually an Othello. Yeah, so the play as opposed to uh, the character. Oh, so, I would so it's probably more likely to be Robin Williams. We'll go with we will go with Robin. We will go with Robin Williams. Go with Robin Williams. You've sort yeah. of got an excuse yeah, for why you got it wrong. <laughs> but perhaps we should call him Sir Robin Williams because back in the day he probably would have been a knight. He would have been if he'd been alive to play that role. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. Shall we go over the answers and see how well you did? Uh, no, that's enough. Time, <laughs> time. Otherwise, um, you know. Question number one, which AFL club is unofficially known as the Shinboners? You said the Dockers. The answer is North Melbourne. I did say, I did say. I apologise. I um, In a moment of panic, I just named a, 
a team that I knew the name of. Question number two, who debuted as lead singer of Big Brother and The Holding Company in 1966? You said <laughs> Hot Dogs. Yes. You said hot dogs. The answer, Janis Joplin. Okay. Ah, oh, of course. See, this was, I was going to say Janis Joplin. Very similar oh, looking. Yeah, well, you all really took to hot dogs, so I thought, well, I won't, I won't say her then. That's, yeah. fair, that's fair enough. We were, yeah. You would have been with host, hostility. Yes. <laughs> Question number three, which country is, so that's zero so far. Okay. okay. Yes. Thank you. Which country is home to the Kruger National Park? You said Zimbabwe. The answer is South Africa. Uh, oh. You said uh, I did. I've given you two answers for both questions. That's true. Huh? Um, oh, we went with Zimbabwe. My, my apologies. Question number four: The chemical formula NH three is which pungent inorganic compound? <laughs> <laughs> you said Zimbabwe. I have high hopes for this one. <laughs> The answer, unfortunately, though, is ammonia. Oh, ammonia. That is uh, is a shame. I've worked with her. Question number five. Who wrote the What Katie Did series of children's books? (laughs) So we did lock in um, any female or androgynous name, didn't we? a name. Okay. And uh, the answer was Susan College. Of course, Susan. It's a shame. Question number six was Syrah and which other full-bodied red wine come from the same grape? You said Shiraz and the answer is... Shiraz. Oh, ah. We're back. We're back on. That's one from six there. Here we now. go. Congratulations. Question seven was in the NATO phonetic alphabet. Which name represents the letter C? The answer is Charlie. You said Charlie. What's Very a blistering good. streak of two. Yeah, two now. This feels good. From seven. I've got momentum now. Question number eight. Uh, Vietnam was once a colony of which nation? You said France. The answer is France. This is very good. Three for three. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're on a real roll. Let's see if we can keep that going. Question number nine was do snake. This is, you know, we're on a roll. I'm feeling really positive. uh... If we don't get this right, I'm going to be very sad. Okay. Question number nine was do snakes have eyelids? You said what? (laughs) One eyelid. <laughs> so the answer was no. <laughs> well, I mean, half right, half yeah, right. Half right. Close. It's a point five there. For the point. I'll give you a point five there. Point yeah, five. Can't argue with them. <laughs> Question number ten. Let's bring it home. The bases are lined up. Let's bring was it home. In Shakespeare's Hamlet, who was. <laughs> In Shakespeare's Hamlet, mm. who was a fellow of infinite jest wow. of most excellent fancy, you said <laughs> You said Sir Robin Williams. Yes. The answer was Yorick. <laughs> <laughs> he was a skull. Yorick was a skull. Um so are we sure that it was not Robin Williams yeah. in any... Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. But for a bonus point, you had to name the American author of the novel Infinite Jest. You said David Foster Wallace. The answer is David Foster oh Wallace. Oh, my God. Wow. There we go. Leaving us with Shiraz, Charlie, France, Half an Eyelid, and David Foster Wallace. <laughs> bring us to four and a half out of ten. Very happy with that. Congratulations. Thank you, and thank you to my team. <laughs> 
you know, we were here to help you. This was yes. our goal, and I think we really did today. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Hans, have you seen online at the moment there's a sketch group called Auntie Donna? Uh, no, I've never heard of this group in oh, my entire life. They're good. They I are focus very on, good. They're very oh, good. I'm sure they would be very touched for you to say this. Uh, Jocasta Noonan? Noonan. Noonan. Newnham. 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 Uh, did you know that there is a comedy festival happening in Melbourne? I did. I did. Shortly. Uh, the person I'm most looking forward to seeing is Cal Wilson. She's amazing. Luke, thank you very much for being on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate Congratulations it. on Rosehaven. Oh, thank you. Uh, good uh, luck. You're not doing a show this year, are you? Or are no, you? No. I have uh, nothing to plug other than um, myself. If you see me around, give me a big old hello. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.